It seems like consistently for the past four years, I've been living in and out of suitcases and boxes. When I first moved to college, I packed up all the worldly possessions that mattered to me and came to New York for the first time. And when I left my freshman year, I took them all home with me and then repeated the process for the next few years. I've rented cars and taken them to my new apartments, wherever they may be and whatever time of the year that might be. But I've also taken suitcases and boxes on the subway and in taxi cabs, which seems very, very New York to me. I think that March 12th, 13th, and 14th are going to go down in history as some of the weirdest days of all time for everybody. I remember Thursday, March 12th, I went to class for the last time, and the school was positively empty. Me and my classmates danced around in a rehearsal studio and listened to music, and then we just sat in a circle with our professor and talked about everything, about how our projects aren't going to happen the way we wanted them to, about how the rest of the semester isn't going to go the way we thought it would, and about how if you want to leave New York because you think it'd be safer, you better pack up and get it done now. And that's what I did. I called my mom that night and told her I needed to come home. Maybe it was a mistake, but at the time I was just so scared and I just needed to be with my family, which is ironic because once I got home, I couldn't be with my family. We weren't allowed to mix households. I wasn't even allowed to see my best friends, the people who are basically the only reason I even go home anymore. My time at home consisted mainly of going through old boxes of childhood things and rearranging them and organizing them and deciding which things I would throw out, which things I would donate, and which things would be kept in storage for the foreseeable future. I came back to New York a couple days ago, not because I wanted to, well, I mean, I did want to, but not just because I wanted to. Me and my roommate are moving to a new apartment in a few weeks and I needed to pack my stuff. I know that's why moving companies exist, but there's still something weirdly intimate about having a complete stranger handle all of your personal affects, and I'm just not really there yet. And now I'm living amongst the boxes and suitcases once again. My entire apartment is filled with boxes and storage containers and bins and trunks and duffel bags. It's all very chaotic, but it gives me a sense of normalcy because it's just familiar to me. My walls are bare for the first time in a year. My bookshelf is completely empty, and I need to start going through the arduous task of deciding which things are actually necessary for me to own and take to a new place, and which things I should just get rid of now because it'll just become more clutter. And, as if my life wasn't already cluttered enough, I'm graduating this week. Every once in a while I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I have to ask, is this really how it's ending? Is this really how my four years at this university is coming to an end? Over a Zoom meeting. No caps. No gowns. No family members in the audience taking pictures. And no shaking the hands of my professors. Well, I suppose it's very on-brand. My four years started with the election of Donald Trump and have taken place during every single thing that's happened since then. So 
I guess you could say that my ear is especially accustomed to turmoil. And I, thank God, am especially accustomed to a transient lifestyle. My parents divorced when I was really young, so I'm used to living between houses. And I moved halfway across the country for college, so I'm used to living between states. And between moving apartments, moving dorm rooms, going to school, coming back, and visiting over the holidays, I'm pretty used to living out of suitcases. So I suppose I should be deriving some sort of weird pleasure from living in a world defined by constant chaos, especially now since it's where I'm comfortable. But this just doesn't feel like that. This feels like a time in history where looking on the bright side sort of seems disrespectful. Recently, someone told me that figuring out how to do school over the computer while never being able to see any of my professors or classmates in person could be a great learning experience for me and teach me flexibility. But all that's happened is that me and my classmates have become severely disillusioned with the prospect of higher education, period. My professors have no idea what to do. My classmates and I have no idea what we're doing. We can't make work, and every time we do, it's terrible or we feel bad about it because, one, it seems sort of incorrect and inappropriate to focus on art making when there's a global tragedy happening, and two, it's impossible to concentrate on anything. For me, at least. I'm sure there are some people who are completely fine with this. Well, not fine with it, but they're more adept at distance learning than the rest of us. For me, personally, I lost all freelance prospects for the next few months, which means I lost all my income. My dad was laid off of work indefinitely, and my mom, who luckily still has a job, is a nurse. So she gets to wake up bright and early every day and put herself in danger. And over the past two months, I have lived in a place with the highest concentration of COVID-19 deaths in the world, and a place where there aren't quite as many deaths and nobody is following the rules. And people looked at me like I was a complete maniac when I went out in public wearing a face mask. I know it's well-trod ground right now to make work. That's all about how difficult it is to make work, but that's all I can think about. But there is some comfort to be felt. I'm surrounded by the familiar sights and sounds of packing up books into cardboard boxes, doing my laundry one last time, and throwing away expired food that I bought months ago with the intention of eating it, but couldn't because life happened. And I'm back in New York, which to some people might sound suicidal, but for me, it's just comforting. It's nice to go out in public and see that everyone else is wearing a mask and taking proper precautions, not just me. And I'm still alive, which sounds like an extremely generous compliment, but at this point in the game, it's all I can ask of myself. And that's all I have to say. I'm here. I'm alive. And I'm trying not to become cynical.